cash fed cattle prices finally found some traction last week, while calves and feeder cattle continue to trade mainly higher. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents Wes Ishmael. Hello and welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point for April 13th, sponsored this week by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Negotiated cash fed cattle prices finally broke free from their weeks-long rut last week as supply-side fundamentals improved and feedlots started to recover some long-lost leverage from packers. Prices were $3 higher in the Southern Plains at $120 a hundredweight, mostly $5 higher in Nebraska and mostly $123, $5 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $123 to $125. Live prices were at $120 to $123 in Colorado, where the market was unestablished the previous week. Dress prices last week were $5 higher in Nebraska at $195 and $6 to $7 higher in the Western Corn Belt at $195 to $196. The five-area direct fed steer price last week was $3.93 higher on a live basis at $122.10 a hundredweight. The average steer price in the beef was $5.94 higher at $195.30. Cattle futures were on a tear through midweek and then gave way to profit-taking toward the end. Week-to-week on Monday, live cattle futures closed mixed across a broad range from an average of $1.09 lower in four contracts to an average of $0.96 higher. Where the market moves from here will largely depend on who has leverage in the marketplace, and it's clear cattle feeders are gaining leverage they haven't seen in many months, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. The latest monthly World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates project the annual average five-area direct fed steer price at $116 a hundredweight. That's a dollar higher than in the previous month's estimate based on current price strength and firm demand. Projected average prices are $117 in the second quarter, $115 in the third quarter, and $120 in the fourth quarter. Many expect cash-fed cattle prices to take another step higher this week, fueled by unbridled wholesale beef values and with the official start of grilling season still weeks away. Choice box beef cutout value is $12.74 higher week-to-week on Monday afternoon at $271.41 a hundredweight. Select with $16.30 higher at $266.16. That's a staggering gain of $40.46 for choice over the last three weeks and a gain of $43.11 for select. In the latest Livestock Monitor, analysts with the Livestock Marketing Information Center say the need to refill pipelines as the U.S. restaurant industry continues to reopen is likely behind the price trajectory, at least in part. As mentioned at the outset, This week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at CAFnews.net. It includes everything from a look at fetal programming, 
to a cattle facts market outlook, to beef demand strength through the pandemic, to enhanced water conservation efforts by those served by the Ogallala Aquifer. More optimistic fed cattle prices, plenty of hedging opportunity, and demand for grass cattle continued to fuel higher cash and feeder cattle prices last week. Nationwide, steers and heifers traded steady to $4.100 weight higher, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. AMS analysts note that both grazing calves and feedlot-ready cattle were in demand despite rising feed costs. Week to week on Monday, feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.52 higher, across a range of $0.42 higher in August to $3.87 higher in the back contract except for an average of $2 lower in the front two contracts. The CME feeder cattle index was $3.96 higher week-to-week on Friday at $143.76. However, elevated feed costs and the specter of expanding drought continue to temper market optimism. The latest WASD pegs the 2020-21 U.S. average corn price at $4.30 a bushel, unchanged from the previous month. Analysts expect razor-thin ending corn stocks this year and continued snugness for the next crop year, even with a bountiful fall harvest. In recent market comments, Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, explained significantly higher year-over-year feed costs will encourage feedlots to place cattle at heavier weights. In turn, he says, Stalkers and backgrounders have more incentive to add more weight to cattle. Then there's the expanding drought, which currently ranges across most of the western U.S. and from the northern plains through the southern plains. 64.36% of the nation was classified from abnormally dry to exceptional drought, according to last week's U.S. Drought Monitor. That's about 39% more than the same time last year. Drought intensity was ranked as extreme or exceptional in 20.24% of the U.S. versus just 0.22% a year earlier. Arguably, the most concerning areas now are in the Dakotas and Texas, according to Peel. He explains persistence or expansion of drought in these areas, which have large beef cattle numbers, in conjunction with ongoing drought in the Rocky Mountain and desert southwest regions, could result in levels of herd liquidation and cattle movement that broadly impact cattle markets. If the drought preempts spring forage growth in these regions, he says market impacts could develop rapidly in the next three to five months. Finally, logistical challenges continued to hamper U.S. beef exports in February, but they should increase as the year progresses, according to the U.S. Meat Export Federation. Based on data released by USDA and compiled by USMEF, beef exports in February were 8% less in volume year-over-year at 103,493 metric tons and 2% less for value at $669.5 million. The decline was due mainly to variety meat exports. For the year through February, U.S. beef exports are 5% less in volume and 2% less in value at $1.32 billion. U.S. pork export volume in February was 12% less than a year earlier, while pork export value was 13% less at $629.4 million. According to Dan Hallstrom, 
USMEF president and CEO, while February exports were in line with expectations, the results don't fully reflect global demand for U.S. red meat. He explains logistical challenges, including congestion at some U.S. ports, are still a significant headwind. Further, tight labor supplies at the plant level continue to impact export volumes for certain products, including some variety meat items and labor-intensive muscle cuts. And that's your April 13th Calf News Price Point with Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening. Thank you.